Discord. Oh. Would be weird if Discord wouldn't be wouldn't be open. Then I would question how we would be talking. Yeah, how how we're here. Each other. How we're here. Yeah. The power of the internet. Uh, so do the uh, power. Do the power of the internet. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to worry about, CD. It's been a good week. It has been. It's been a good week. Uh, I'm going to be out of town next week. So mm -hmm. I took it upon myself to get as much mm -hmm. content done. I have enough content now to, like, be gone, to, like, not do anything mm -hmm. all week and through the weekend and still have something go mm -hmm. up. CD, I've been doing this, like, every oh. other day thing since, like, mm -hmm. early July. I've missed one day, and I missed that one day <laughs> over the dumbest thing cd the dumbest thing all right mm -hmm. and it wasn't like the video wasn't ready like don't get it twisted okay. the video was edited cd it was uh, sitting on my pc was was that the part where you didn't set the date correctly or for the publishing or did you not upload it well cd if you must know uh -huh. um i overslept you see ah. so the video was supposed to go up on a saturday Right, I had mm -hmm. the video done Friday night, but I didn't set to upload mm -hmm. that night because it was late. I was tired. I'm like, you know what? The video's uh -huh. edited. It's rendered. Most of the work on my end is done. The uploading is like mm -hmm. eight minutes. <laughs> uploading is like eight minutes plus like yeah. 15 minutes for processing. I ain't worried about that. Uh -huh. That shit's easy. So I'm like, I'm going to go to bed. I'm positive I'll be awake before my normal upload time is, mm -hmm. and I'll set it for upload then. That did not happen, CD. I did not wake up until uh, almost 2.30 in the afternoon. <laughs> ah. When did you go to bed? Uh, Whereabouts? Whereabouts? I think you might have been awake by that point. <laughs> I think you were actually <laughs> on Discord at that point. Huh. So you know that's late. Because, like, okay, a little backstory for you guys. Sometimes I don't sleep at night. And sometimes, by the time I go to bed, CD has woken up and is, like, awake, and he's on, like, Discord. He's on his PC doing some shit. So, if it's that late, that's usually around 3 to 4 o'clock in the morning here. Which is a bit of a problem. So, it's, like, 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning by the time I decided to turn in for the night. Which, uh, uh -huh. is always a good sign. Always... Always a great, great time when that happens. Doesn't happen often, but it does happen. So yeah, it's like 3 mm -hmm. or 4 o'clock in the fucking morning. I wake up, it's like 2.30 in the afternoon, right? And my, my dopey ass wakes up. I get up, go grab myself a drink, sit down in my in my chair. I'm ready to get this video uploaded and get my day started. <laughs> then I'm like, fuck, I overshot. Uh -huh. <laughs> I overshot really hard. So at that point, I'm like, fuck <laughs> it, I'm just not uploading. I'll just take that out. I'll take that out. Yeah. It's fine. I got tomorrow. Video's already done. I'll just take that L today. It's fine. Take the L. It's whatever. I'll take it. Hmm. That's the one. I missed one day. That's the one day I've missed. It. I've kept at this since like mid, since like early-ish July when I dedicated myself mm -hmm. to this idea. And yeah, I, switching to that schedule certainly seemed to have helped. Yeah. Not every, I don't know how, every day was killing. Every like trying to commit to like every day possible within reason for myself mm -hmm. was fucking killing me like that's a grind dude that's such a grind mm -hmm. holy shit and i won't even claim i do like high effort content that shit's still a shit's still a grind <laughs> yeah I, I mean even just recording editing uh takes a while 
Yeah, I was like, Jesus, I don't even do what I I don't even do what I think most people would consider like high effort. But I'm still like, fuck. Comparatively, certainly, but you've still got a regular job. You've got <laughs> your normal life. My obligations. <laughs> uh, yeah, that uh, my, takes up enough time. My need for sleep, even though I don't mm-hmm. follow through with that most, day, most <laughs> days of the week. But you know, supposedly uh, yeah. it's an obligation. Supposedly. But yeah, I switched. That was that was like mm-hmm. the best decision I've ever made. Because God help me, man. That was fucking killing me. <laughs> Dude, I mm. dude, if I could get dude, I had gotten at one point like six days for like two weeks straight during that uh-huh. time. Bro, I was done. That was so difficult, dude. <laughs> six days. It's like every day. It's like I'm either work I'm either recording like every day to have something ready, or I'm like uh-huh. pulling the most unhealthy lifestyle of like getting to Saturday and then knocking out like seven. And that's that's mm. not that's not that's not sustainable. I don't care who you are. That is that is unsustainable as fuck. I regret it. That was a terrible idea. I like I live and learn. I like what I do, but fuck, that was not smart. That was dumb. <laughs> learn my lesson, sir. Don't do that. Sh- don't do that shit again. Holy shit. But yeah, man. That uh that's a lesson. You learned a little something about me. I've missed one day, and that one day was the same reason I'm late to the show most times because I slept. <laughs> because sleep, believe it, believe it or not, me being late to this show doesn't just affect this show. Sometimes it affects me in a lot of other ways. You have any idea how many times I've been late to work because my alarm goes off, and then I roll back mm. over in bed, and I'm like, 15 more minutes. Turns out it's 45 more minutes. Yeah. Whoopsie. Yeah, way more than you think. <laughs> like, like sleep is like the number one reason I am late to anything. It's not because of video games. It's not because of life obligations. It's not because I got hit well, by a car. It's not because I'm sick. It's because I chose to sleep. Well, video games are the indirect cause. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> I, I will say I've gotten better, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't do this a lot, right? Like, you know, you know, like when you're kids and like when you're in high, when I was in high school, I would like be up all night playing something because I just got, would get sucked in and then like I wouldn't get back. I wouldn't go to bed till like three, four, five o'clock in the morning, get up two hours later, go to school, fucking hate myself, but I still fucking do it. Come home and do the same shit all over again. Cool. That's when I'm. That's, yeah. that's when I'm like 18, right? Like you're young, you're fucking stupid. You can do shit like that and get away with it, bro. I'm I'm in my 30s now, dog. Like I did that shit one time, <laughs> one time. Uh-huh. Dude, it fucked me up so bad. <laughs> fucked me up so bad, dude. And that was a hard day too, cause I was at work 10 hours that day. That mm-hmm. fucked me up so I was like, I am never doing that shit again. And you know what I the- remember something similar a few years ago when E3 was still a thing. Because the conferences are at a time that's pretty late for us. So one of them, uh, I think it was the Sony one, which was pretty late. So I was up until quite a few hours after midnight and obviously work the next day so yeah 
you make hey man you make those choices you make do you make those choices <laughs> man you decide you have to you decide internally is this worth it mm-hmm. mm. for I, me it was it was all right for me yeah kind of it's kind of worth it kind of <laughs> till i got to work and realized i was gonna be there two extra hours then not then it wasn't so worth it anymore. wasn't 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 mm. wasn't worth it. wasn't wasn't great. Huh. I know I haven't talked about my week, but that's because I don't got mm. much to offer you this week. Gonna be honest, <laughs> I don't have a lot to really offer you as far as what I've been doing this week. Believe it or not, mm. uh, I think this week has mostly been me trying to keep my living space from turning into an abject fucking nightmare. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Like, look, man, I get home. I don't always want to clean up. <laughs> I admit mm-hmm. it. I admit it. I get home late on like a Tuesday. My last thing I'm thinking about is I need to clean up my apartment. No, my first thing I'm thinking about is I need to get out of my fucking work clothes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, obviously. That first thing, yeah. And then yeah, so. the rest just comes, still is there. So yeah. <laughs> change it to your regular clothes and then you look around. Hmm. It's like, okay. it's like that's do, still the same. It's like, do I do I want to deal with this today, or do I want to be myself and just put it off until I can't put it off any longer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, take a guess which one I usually pick. It's not it's not the adult <laughs> one. Whichever option you think is the adult one, I didn't pick that one. That was not the choice. I did not pick be a reasonable adult. In case mm-hmm. you were wondering. I didn't. I could have. I should have. Mm-hmm. I'm old enough to do that, but I guess I just won't become an adult till I hit my 40s. I feel like by that point, though... I mean, so you temporarily become uh, an adult when your significant other makes you... <laughs> <laughs> you know... Look, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say that my wife doesn't crack the whip on me some days. I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that there haven't been some days I get home from work and she looks at mm-hmm. me through narrowed eyes and is like, You're doing dishes and I'm like <laughs> I'm doing dishes. Fair enough. <laughs> let me let me go get my earbuds real quick in my playlist. I'll get these dishes knocked out for you. Don't you worry about it. It happens though, because like I'll be honest, a lot of times I'm just not that guy. I'm not. I'm not the kind of guy to have the best priorities and dishes. <laughs> dishes in like in like a reality where it's just me. Dishes wouldn't get done till I go to like put something on a plate and I don't have a fucking plate. That's that's, that's, that's when dish that's when dishes would get done. It's like, oh, I'm going to go eat. Let me go grab... Or at least a few of them. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go eat. Let me go grab a dish. Let me go grab a plate. Oh, I don't have any plates. Well, well, it already comes in like a container. I just need a fork. I don't have any forks either. Fuck. Well, how about a spoon? Don't have any of those either. Well, shit. I guess I got to do dishes now. Here we are. That's that's my life. Thank you very much. Passing it off to you, sir. Mm-hmm. It's all yours. Welcome. Yeah. Um, Welcome to the party. I haven't played much either this week because work you are, was you are getting whew. you've been getting hammered these last few weeks my dude <laughs> oh this week was especially yeah <laughs> work's taking work's taking work's uh working you over my man damn uh, this week was especially but yeah oh uh, it's uh, uh from this point on it should be better because this week uh to we had to get some stuff done for this week so yeah yeah 
It happens. Should be fine now, but yeah, I've been mainly doing, uh, putting some time into Path of Exile still. Nearing the end of the main, uh, main story content, getting closer to the end game stuff. Still working pretty nicely with the lightning build. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Oh. Not the Palpatine build anymore, but <laughs> still using lightning in various ways. So I've been <laughs> like low key on my Switch messing around with uh, Diablo 2. Mm -hmm. Ah, yes. Diablo 2, the, that port of the Diablo resurrected two. one. Mm -hmm. And um, I decided I was going to go out of my comfort zone. I was going to play a class mm -hmm. that I tried as a kid, but I didn't get. Because I was stupid as a kid, and I'm like, I'm not stupid mm -hmm. anymore. I'm an adult. I, I, my brain has matured. Mm -hmm. So I picked up, oh. I picked up Druid. I knew it. <laughs> I picked up Druid. Uh huh. I took okay. the, I took big brain strats. Now I was like, I'm gonna play mm -hmm. a Druid, and that right. led me down a very interesting rabbit hole. Because everyone who encounters me is like, "Hello there, sir. You're rather <laughs> burly." What brings you all the way out here? Because, like, some of the characters have reasons. Like, if you're playing mm -hmm. a paladin of Zacharoon, yeah, mm -hmm. you being there to help out in Tristram makes sense. Like, mm. nobody... Or if you, you take the um, Amazon just right at the start, makes sense. Yeah, right at the start, yeah, totally makes sense. Yeah. What... Also, I, I also think the way they react if you're like if you play a necromancer is also pretty interesting. They're like, oh, mm -hmm. didn't expect to see you out here. Yeah. It's, an, it's an odd, this is oddly far mm -hmm. from your home, sir. <laughs> Please don't summon a legion of skeletons on me. I'd much rather. Oh, not. whoops! There he goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! There is well, now a stunning lack of corpses. In the area, hmm. can't imagine they've all gotten back up. But yeah, I'm I mean, playing. They're still there. They're just over there, over there, yeah, up there. They are, they're everywhere now. <laughs> so I picked up Druid. I'm like, I'm just gonna play a Druid. Mm -hmm. So I started like looking through the trees. I'm like, okay, how am I gonna handle this? And then I'm like, well, duh, I'm a shapeshifter, motherfucker. I'm not just gonna. I'm not like I don't want to go. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go full on like Moses and call down the plagues. <laughs> That's not really my style. I'm a I'm a druid. Mm. Although, fellow druid players, if you decide you want to be a Moses kind of character and summon the plagues upon your enemies, it is an option. Mm. Essentially the witch doctor in Diablo 3. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it though. It's, mm. it's uh So, uh which one? I think that was the bear mm -hmm. uh, version and the wolf version, right? Mhm. Mm which one uh, do you prefer? Uh, the bear. Mm. The bear. I like to feel. I like to feel uh, larger than my enemies. Mm. <laughs> and there's plenty <laughs> of very big enemies. I'd like to not feel smaller than them. Thank you very much. Uh huh. So I'm a bear. You're just gonna have to live with that, sir. You're just gonna have. So to even the big enemies are barely big enough for you. Yeah, bear. Uh... Hey, man. <laughs> Hey, my perspective <laughs> on bears changed quite a bit after I saw uh, The Revenant mm -hmm. with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm -hmm. Ah, 
Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen that movie, just look up the scene where he gets attacked by a bear and tell me that does not entirely change your perspective on those animals. That is a horrifying mm-hmm. scene. And the, th- the fact that he doesn't die, the fact that his character doesn't instantly get got after that <laughs> is absurd. I'm like, no, that's ridiculous. <laughs> You'd be dead. That would be interesting. So just movie gets to that point, bear, slash, yeah. curb your enthusiasm theme plays. Yeah, movie's over. Main <laughs> character's <it>. dead. Fantastic, fantastic plot. Was, the movie mm-hmm. was great. Then the main character caught a bear paw straight to the dome, took his head clean the fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Real shame, man. I was really into that movie, man. Only... Just didn't, just didn't get. There. I was, wa- I was wondering why the playtime was so short. Yeah, had a really <laughs> short playtime compared to like other movies I've watched. Man, that was mm. weird. So, we know. so CD, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. <laughs> the mm-hmm. story wasn't on the list that you picked. Okay, it was actually something I posted mm-hmm. earlier. But I found this story uniquely interesting because I, I, I can, I understand where this guy's coming from. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was uh, on Games Radar. Uh, after a Final Fantasy fourteen nice. voice actor passed away, his friend spent 194 hours in the MMO to hear his voice again. Uh, the actor, uh, Stephen Critchlow, passed away uh, last year. And uh, one of his fellow uh, voice, one of the fellow actor friends, Robert Harper, was a very good friends with him. And he was like, "Man, I really miss my buddy. I really do. I really miss him, man. It's not the same." Now he had heard of Final Fantasy fourteen. Obviously, I think, mo- I think by now it's kind of hard not to have heard of Final Fantasy fourteen. But he was kind of turned off. It wasn't really his game. Uh-huh. It's there's a lot of it's a really big, busy game. You go into like one of the main cities. There's dozens, sometimes hundreds of people there. It could be a little, little overwhelming. Mm-hmm. But uh, he wanted to. Uh, he he wanted he he re- he realized his friend had voiced a character in there, and he wanted to mm-hmm. hear his friend's voice, and he wanted to do it before the anniversary of his friend. Uh. So, uh, he did. <laughs> yeah. To put into perspective, his friend was in the Heaven Sword expansion. So, he could uh-huh. actually do this without actually having to pay for the game. Because as you may, not, as you may or may not know, uh, the award-winning Final Fantasy XIV's free trial allows you to play all the way up to the award-winning expansion, Heaven Sword, <laughs> without ever paying a dime. Uh, so he did. He played through it for 194 hours. And at first, I was like, that's a long time. Like, that's how long? Nice dedication. I'm like, how long is Realm Reborn plus all the patch content they added? And I looked it up and I'm like, fuck, it is about that long, isn't it? Jesus. <laughs> Good lord. What what I found really crazy and funny about the story was that like people uh-huh. got a hold of the fact that he was doing this, so like people uh. in game were trying to like give him items and give him stuff uh, to help him make it faster. Hmm. But because he was a free account, he couldn't trade with people. <laughs> like, oh. They couldn't give him oh. stuff. <laughs> 
Well, that's a shame. They wanted to help him, man. They really did. Mm-hmm. They everyone's like, "Come on, man, let me help you. Let, we can we can run you through stuff. We can get you there." We'll we'll blitz. So can free accounts not trade at all, or just um, with free accounts? I'm not a hundred percent sure about that. I just know he mentioned that mm. people were trying to trade with them, but he was unable uh-huh. to trade with them because his account was a free account. Uh, I've never had a free account, so I don't necessarily know all the okay, rules. Okay, so but, but there's definitely a limitation. There's a limit. There's, there. there's a limitation. I I, mm-hmm. I I like the story just because it's I I dig it's nice. I dig the the dedication of getting through yeah. it to get to his friend's character, just for those voice scenes he was in, and I'm like, damn mm-hmm. man, 194 hours. Well, sir, That's, Mr. Yeah. Harper. <laughs> I hope you don't quit, because Final Fantasy fourteen gets really good. I feel like I feel like I feel like I can apply the sunk mm-hmm. cost fallacy here, <laughs> <laughs> and say if you've already dumped one hundred ninety four hours, what's another nine hundred? Yeah. What's another? Yeah, I mean, hardly hardly any difference there. Yeah, no. what's another five six hundred <laughs> six hundred hours? I mean, I certainly hope that the journey up to that point was decently enjoyable for him. I think it might have been. Realm Reborn is a bit... <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Hmm. But I will say Heaven's Ward is a big step up. So the fact that he got there is pretty fucking awesome. So that's all. Yeah, that's just cool. a little little feel-good story for a change. I feel like we need those once in a while in this business that we uh, engage in. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff here. Fuck. Um, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, we'll talk. Pick. I'll take this one. Um, uh-huh. So, Overwatch 2. Look, I wanted to like Overwatch, right? Mm-hmm. I did. Like, on paper, uh-huh. Overwatch was the kind of game I was into because... Uh-huh. I don't know, man. It just seemed like a game where I wouldn't have to worry about, like, weird metagame. Like, League of Legends is a game I got into back when it was, like, super big. Like, years ago. Back when mm-hmm. it was just starting. The reason I didn't get into it is because they had a system called runes that you would get through doing games. Mm-hmm. And then those runes would make your char- would make your chosen character stronger. But the problem with that is, is that... If I decided, since I was lower rank, because I had just started, mm-hmm. if I decided to queue into a match with my friends, I would get mm-hmm. queued against people who have runes while I didn't. And inherently, mm-hmm. I'm now at a disadvantage, because now I'm the weakest person there. I could be playing a great meta character, but because of runes, I'm now the weakest person there and have to fight twice as hard just to not die. Mm. The runes were all kinds of uh, passive bonuses, like plus X percent to stuff yeah stuff like that. but they do mm-hmm. add up they it's not nothing it's not it's not nothing as far as like mm-hmm. your ability to succeed in the game now yeah. obviously there's more to it than just the runes but mm-hmm. if you were to say if you were to yeah, say they can make a difference if you were to take two people on an even playing field skill wise one person has runes and one person doesn't the person with runes yeah. more times than not is going to walk away the winner just, mm-hmm. Especially if one has a full rune loadout and yeah. the other one just right. has nothing. One has runes, mm-hmm. one doesn't. Even if you assume yeah. best skill imaginable between both characters, the guy with the runes is going to win. He's going to win. It's mm-hmm. just, that's, yeah. 
So was well, that was that one tied to the uh, count level, or did you buy them over with the I points think, that you? I think got? it was tied to like the count level mm -hmm. and also points. Uh -huh. It was tied to both. Uh, so yeah, mm -hmm. that was kind yeah, of. I think it was you had a certain amount of uh, space per level or something like that, or you unlocked more things per level, and then you could buy them with points or something like that. I guess. So Overwatch 2 devs confirms that new heroes will be unlocked through the Battle Pass. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. uh, while the new battle heroes pass, will be obviously. locked behind yeah. Battle Pass tiers, they will allegedly be available on the free track. I mean, I'm not surprised. That just doesn't mm -hmm. inherently surprise me. I mean, obviously, I, I would expect the Battle Pass to be the faster way to get these characters if you really want them. Like, if you really want the character, my thing is, why not just sell mm -hmm. the... Why not just sell the character, then? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what they're doing, because if you're... Uh, if you're paying for the t Battle Pass tiers, you get them earlier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, like... I guess, I guess, to me, I just... I don't really... Because, like... I might not want, like, I guess to me, I just don't understand why you just don't just, just sell the character. Like, why is the battle pass? Like, I mean, maybe they'll have them yeah, separately, that's but... My, my thing is just the option. Like, know, maybe it... maybe the battle pass, because the battle pass gives you... Uh, it, I guess you need to unlock them through the battle yeah. pass, So right? you have to, so, yeah, you have you to unlock them, them regardless. You buy them. You have mm -hmm. to unlock them regardless. Yeah. It might just be a slightly less of a grind through the battle pass to do mm -hmm. so but i mean I, I wonder how that's gonna work out season through season if you don't get through to that part in one season and then you have the next season with the battle pass i wonder if it's gonna be specific characters that you unlock or if you say yeah there's uh you unlock a character and you can choose which one or However, that's going to be. Yeah, I have no idea. But I guess, to me, I've always just kind of been turned off by this by this method. Like, because mm -hmm. for me, at least, like, I, I, I don't know if they're going to let you, like, try out characters or not. I've not really played much Overwatch. Mm -hmm. But, like, hopefully they let you, like, try a character or something before you commit to buying the Battle Pass. Because elsewise, like, I would never buy the fucking thing. Because it was like, I'm not going to spend however much this battle passes to unlock a character that looks cool only to get the character mm -hmm. and realize that his play style is not my thing. On the other hand, what I've heard, what I've heard, I haven't played Overwatch myself, but when someone else talked about this news, um, they mentioned that in Overwatch, it's more like, it's much more with the counter picks. It's much more, it's more significant than with league i suppose because it's not as many characters so you have you have to pick certain characters to counter other yeah it's, characters yeah. yeah i've heard about so that. that would so if you don't have the character unlocked yet your team is in trouble if the others have so paying players or players that play more have a significant advantage over free players yeah. Well, more casual players. It probably would, honestly. Just mm -hmm. so that's yeah, not a great not the best choice there. Yeah, not a great move. I'm not really mm. 
bent on this either way because I'm not like I just don't find. I mean, yeah, kind we of... are not as interested in the game, but I'm I'm sure people that are interested or were interested, yeah, they probably don't like this news as much. Yeah, I wouldn't imagine. I don't. Mm-hmm. I I don't understand. Like I get it, kinda, because you could probably. Well, I mean, how much would you charge for a fucking character? Like, here's the thing: the only the mm-hmm. idea of a battle pass, I guess, the idea of a battle pass, in theory, outside of just making mm-hmm. money, is to have continual engagement with the player. Right? You yeah. keep the player mm-hmm. continually playing. Yep. But wouldn't just a new character to play as also have engagement? Like, yeah, but not as much. Because with a new character, you buy it, you try it out, it peters off then. Unless you have new characters all the time, yeah, which unless you can't do. Unless you're your legal. content pipeline cannot handle that much. Unless you're League of Legends, in which case you push out characters. Con- like... but, even, but even there, there's a certain time difference between a new character each character. And... Yeah, there is a bit of a time. And engagement if you'd only have the characters to buy engagement would always go down over time Hmm. and once the engagement has gone down a bit then it's more of a question if the player is interested in the new characters if you have a battle pass you can keep engagement up and then keep the player engaged with the new characters and then keep engagement up with the other battle pass stuff. So that's a combination kind of thing. All right. I'd say you could both would be probably the ideal solution having the characters unlockable through either currency that you can earn in the game and then having the battle pass additionally and being able to buy the characters regularly but that probably would all would again make it more unbalanced in terms of uh gameplay so this is probably what they figured was the best uh middle ground but obviously i I, i'm pretty sure people that play the game are gonna disagree there yeah probably Mm. with free-to-play games that's always a bit of a problem so uh the microsoft playstation debacle continues as uh microsoft inches ever closer towards their acquisition of activision blizzard uh sony has been crying foul uh for quite a while saying that uh, Microsoft's decision, that Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard and their acquisition of the Call of Duty IP would fundamentally uh, hurt the gaming landscape, let alone cause irreputable damages to Sony on their own, as there really is no equivalent, so to speak, to Call Mm -hmm. of Duty. Um, Now... Microsoft, for uh, for whatever you want to call them, whether you want to say they're being charitable or not, I don't know. I don't know. Uh-huh. They made my they made Sony an offer. The offer was was to keep 
uh, Call of Duty on PlayStation for three years after the current contract expires. As a guarantee. As a guarantee. Uh, so and- for three more years, or three more games, however you want to look at it. Uh, three years after the current uh, contract expires, which... I'm not sure when that is because this article didn't state that. I yeah, so think. whenever the whenever the current article, whenever the current contract yeah. expires, they would get three more years. And uh, well, to say that mm. to say that Sony wasn't having that is a bit of an understatement. Um, mm. Yeah, it was inadequate on many levels, according to Sony Interactive's president and CEO. Jim Ryan. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not, I'm not a business guy here, mm-hmm. right? I didn't finish school. I didn't finish uh, my business degree, so to speak. So maybe mm-hmm. I'm a little on the dumb side here. But I don't really like Sony buys up shit, and nobody really calls foul right like like okay we can we can make okay the argument could be made that sony hasn't done something like this right just Mm, not in that scale but they did buy bungie yeah they bought bungie right so like you can make you can make the argument that like who are you sony to call out microsoft on buying up companies when you've bought up companies but I would make the argument that prior to this, the biggest thing that Microsoft had done is bought ZeniMax, and Sony was surprisingly very quiet yeah. about that acquisition. Now, you could maybe make the argument that Call of Duty is much more lucrative. I, I would say so. I would say so. Yeah. It's a pretty much a guaranteed yearly title it's that's gar- coming it's out. It's guaranteed every single year. And as someone who has worked in a video game store mm-hmm. for years, I will tell you that there's only a couple games that bring giant lines release night. Uh, that's mm-hmm. GTA and Call of Duty. Those are the only yeah. GTA, Call of Duty, and depending on the game, Pokemon. Those are the mm-hmm. only three that bring the kind of foot traffic into a store. Those three mm-hmm. games. All right, not NBA, yeah. not Madden. People will wait till the people will wait till the next morning to come in and pick up their fucking game. But a Call of Duty game, I promise you, there are people at that store waiting to get their copy at midnight mm-hmm. every year, <laughs> every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and with GTA, obviously that release schedule is far more spaced out. Yeah. if you don't count the whole ports and whatnot. <laughs> so. Not to say that, like, on one hand, Sony's argument Mm -hmm. that if Mm -hmm. Microsoft takes this, it's going to fundamentally damage gaming and damage them by them basically Mm -hmm. having a property like Call of Duty, you know, a massive property, by the way. Um, Mm -hmm. On one hand, I'm like, okay, fair, kind of. On the other hand, Sony, you are... By you are, at your core, a company who has leaned on and has defined the notion of exclusives. Yep. Sony, and if you would have had the chance, you would have done Sony, absolutely Sony, your entire, your entire business model since the PS4 uh-huh. has been 
exclusives. It has been, what yeah. can we give people that they can't get somewhere else? That has been what you have stood on as a primary pillar. Mm -hmm. When the PS5 was coming out, your whole thing was, we're going to bring players exclusives. Mm -hmm. I think... And oh, sorry. You first. Let's remember who was the company that was standing in the way of crossplay the most. Yeah. It wasn't Nintendo. It wasn't Microsoft. It was Sony. Yeah. Who's the one with the wall? Yeah. Who's the one with the walled garden? The mm -hmm. walled garden ecosystem. Remember that quote? The walled gar their yeah. walled garden that they want to keep their players safe in as if nobody else has played. The walls in that garden were certainly the highest. Yeah. And thickest. So, yeah, no, you don't get to cry foul when you behave like that. Sorry. Yeah, Sony. No. Like, your, your entire business model has been based around the notion yeah. that you have games that will never appear on any other platform at any other time. That has been your entirety. You have went out of your way to make sure that you either have incredibly close contracts with your first with the developers who make these these exclusive games, or in the case of mm -hmm. Bluepoint, you buy them the fuck outright. <laughs> like yeah, like you have uh, you have done very well at making sure that when there are games that come exclusively to your console, that those companies are either owned by you or have such a close relationship with you that they're not going to go somewhere else. Yeah. So. And I certainly hope I, I don't want to see any destiny Two expansions come out late on other systems or not at all. And I certainly don't want to see that with destiny three when that in inevitably comes out at some point. Cause and you're gonna be standing there with a giant hypocrite around your forehead. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Let let that first new Dance Destiny expansion come out like a month, a month mm. later everywhere else. Just let that shit happen, dude. Ooh, I'm all perfect, fantastic, <laughs> delicious. Yeah. Been waiting for this. Let me let me see it, Sony. So yeah, no, I ain't feeling you on this, Sony. I ain't, I ain't feeling you on this. Microsoft doesn't have to offer you shit. The fact that they were even willing to offer you a three year, three years, on top of whatever your, on top of whatever your current agreement is right now, is way more than I feel like they have to. Because remember, Sony, they bought Zenimax. Mm -hmm. You weren't crying foul about the next Fallout. You weren't crying foul about the next Doom. You weren't crying yeah. foul about any of those. They might have, they might have been protesting about that, but certainly not in this, uh, in this volume. Yeah, you weren't crying super foul at those, but uh. Call of Duty, Call of Duty is where you draw the line. Call of Duty, but see now you've bought up Destiny. So now that mm. you've bought up Bungie, I, Sony, wouldn't the wouldn't the Sony thing for you to do is to create an IP on a Sony platform hmm. that is exclusive to Sony that can compete. Wouldn't that be the Sony thing to do? Or are we still really going to cry foul? Cause I, I don't know about you, Mr. Death, but I have seen, I have been around the Sony uh, carousel quite a few times. And uh, 
their method has generally just been, well, okay, cool. They have this. We'll just make something for ourselves then. And then they, they make something for themselves or something like that. So I'm not really digging this entire, this entire cry foul act. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's lame. Yeah, and obviously they talk about the players being the ones affected most, but yeah, if we translate that to real speak, uh, yeah, it's their bottom line that they're thinking about most. Yeah, most likely. It's not, it has nothing, it has nothing to do with the gamers. Mm-hmm. All right. Because they know if, if this happens, that Call of Duty uh, does not come out on PlayStation anymore. They know that a lot of people will be switching over to Xbox. You okay? Hold up. Uh, hold mm -hmm. on. Hold on, CD. Uh, yes, Mister. Uh, Mister. Death mm -hmm. Senior. Um, yes. <laughs> you really? I don't. I don't really think. Yes, I think so because Call of Duty is one of those games that a lot of people play pretty much exclusively. Oh, so you you think so. You people that play, there's a pretty big chunk of people that might have a PlayStation 4 or a 5 in some cases, much less, <laughs> given the uh, sales uh, there. But a pretty big chunk of the Call of Duty players with PlayStation 4s, yeah, they won't have any problem switching over because that's pretty much the only series they play. Yeah. Just like with FIFA, for example, or in a... a, a NHL or stuff or NBA or You're whatever right. else the, uh, the sports the series people who may only buy a couple new games a year so to speak mm -hmm. or just yeah. even one or two new games a year they, mm -hmm. to them to them making that yeah. jump isn't really going to hurt them much I mean yep. it might suck having to change what kind of controller you use that might be a bit of a, a curve but... sure that's going to be a bit of a a but bit of a switching other, period, but that's not nah. enough. I don't think that's enough to deter someone if they really want to play the next Call of Duty, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's a that's an interesting perspective. I hadn't considered it. I just kind of assumed that <laughs> if I've already spent five hundred bucks, five six hundred dollars on a console, I'm not going to be switching that easily. But yeah, again, but then you're uh, then you're thinking of the PS5 uh, numbers and PS4s. Uh, a lot of the time, you you seen them cheaper yeah that's true especially nowadays all right and i mean just recently they've uh we've seen that ps4s are still in high demand since uh they've been buying up the uh the ps4s for what was it 200 bucks or so and then sold them again refurbished yeah dude i didn't tell mm -hmm. bro i sold my ps4 when i went to mm -hmm. like uh i think it was gamestop or something right i didn't need it and I'm not going to go through the hassle of selling it myself. That's just a lot of extra effort. Uh -huh. I don't want to go through all that. So for me, it's just yeah. easier if I just trade it all. Bro, I got like almost, I got 250 for that shit, dude. If this is a PS4 Pro, this shit was old as, I was like, damn, 250. Just for the, just for the console, 250. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, 250. I was like, yeah, holy okay. shit. But yeah. Yeah. PS... I would have, I would have thought less uh, since it's GameStop. No, no. PS4s. That's good then. People still okay. want them. Cause mm -hmm. I mean, sure they want them, but I was surprised that GameStop was ready to offer you that much. Uh, GameStop wants like used ones, cause uh -huh. and it's harder for okay. them to get them now. So 
if, yeah, if, that's if someone true. if someone's willing yeah. to trade theirs in, they want to make that mm-hmm. deal worthwhile. So yeah, I got like two two thirty two forty. It was that's nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was hella surprised because I was like two forty. Jesus, that's a, yeah, that's a good amount. Yeah, so little... especially compared to the usual game buying prices. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so yeah. um, cool. you know, mm-hmm. Cyberpunk dropped. Uh, all those years ago, it feels feels like it dropped uh-huh. like a decade ago, given what's happened <laughs> in this world, doesn't it? Doesn't it? It feels like it's it was been a while. It's been like, a while. I wouldn't kind of like kind I, of, I wouldn't say it feels that long ago, but certainly longer than it was actually. Kind of like kind of <laughs> kind of like that pandemic that happened a decade ago that we all were locked in, <laughs> locked in <our> <laughs> <houses> for. <laughs> Reporting in from 2040 is yeah. now. <laughs> so that, that that pandemic that ravaged uh. the world ten years ago. <laughs> Only to mm-hmm. look at my calendar and realize it was two years ago. Uh. Yeah, Whoops. that's that's rough. Yeah, uh, it's a, yeah. So Cyberpunk is a weird story of a game. This game dropped on PS4, Xbox 360. Xbox. Uh, oh, Xbox, Xbox One. I'm sorry, I said Xbox 360. Holy shit! Hol- you know, if it would have dropped on the Xbox 360, I would have understood the performance certainly. Yeah, it dropped. On all the, <laughs> it dropped on current. It dropped on all the available platforms. On the la- now last gen consoles yeah. and, and um, on PC. Mm-hmm. And uh, the response and to the Stadia, I think. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it also dropped. Uh, so when the game dropped originally, they. Mm. Uh, they were coy what they did to reviewers, very coy, yeah. because mm-hmm. the reviewers uh, were not given access to console versions of the game. They were given access mm-hmm. to the PC version of the game. But CD Projekt Red had told everybody that uh, we have the performance and the quality and and the, this game is going to be amazing. We have it right where we want it across all platforms. You're going to get a great experience no matter uh-huh. what. Yeah, something like, yeah, it's not going to be quite as high on the last gen as on PC and all, but it's good. It's good. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't. It was bad. Yeah. It was it was a level <laughs> it was a level of bad I was not was prepared for. Um <laughs> uh, so the that game Cyberpunk has gone through so many patches. In fact, I see it yeah, on quite my, a few, quite a few big ones, quite a few really big patches. And this announcement kind of surprised me because I kind of forgot about Cyberpunk. Uh-huh. I'm gonna be real with you; it hadn't really. I didn't have much interest, but I still see updates about it. So you know, I mm-hmm. I was like, I mean, it's kind of a good thing they just kept quiet and kept working on it. Yeah, most of the time. So. Yeah, that was pretty good. So they so, they have announced the Cyberpunk 2077 expansion, Phantom Liberty, mm-hmm. uh, which will launch in 2023 for uh, all current uh, modern platforms. And current s- gen, yeah. All current They're dropping modern, last gen. All modern platforms. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Senor yes. Death, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Stadia. It, yep. <laughs> that still exists surprisingly 
I I I really have questions about the Stadia mm-hmm. about Stadia being listed here because I hadn't really thought about Stadia in a really long mm-hmm. time. So the fact that they are making it their goal to mm-hmm. make sure they mention Probably Stadia. Easy. Eh, I mean, they just list this list uh, the platforms that it's gonna be out on. So obviously, Stadia is gonna get a mention. I, they didn't really um, make any emphasis on that part. It's just, yeah, that's uh, it's also on there. Whatever. So yeah, it's gonna be. I I don't really think I'll ever mm-hmm. pick up Cyberpunk, but. Mm-hmm. I'll be really interested to watch how this develops just to see like what they end up doing with it and see see how close we're going to eventually get to what they originally told us we were going to have when the game was the, when the first game first came out. I want to see how close we'll get. I'm definitely going to be playing it at some point. I want to I want to see how close yeah. they can get it. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not going to get the same post-launch support as for example Witcher 3 got, which is understandable. But they did one really good thing. Mm. That's going to keep this game alive for quite some time, very likely. Oh? Mod support. Yeah, that'll Official do it. Official mod support. That'll do it. They, they, you get the whole tool set, tool set for it. The red, uh, red tool, CD Projekt Red toolkit for Cyberpunk. It's official. So, yep. That's essentially the um, counterbalance to them saying, yeah, we're uh, not supporting last gen anymore. If you want to keep playing the expansion and the future feature updates, then you have to either do that on PC or on current gen consoles. Yeah. Which, not great for last gen owners, but it is understandable. I mean... This isn't the first. I mean, Final Fantasy VII remake did it when they launched that special piece. That when they, yep. when they launched that expansion piece of content, and mm-hmm. you know what? I'll be honest. Having played it, mm-hmm. that expansion piece of mm-hmm. content for PS Five, I'm gonna say it, CD. I'm gonna say mm-hmm. it. It was delicious. It was yeah. delicious platter of food in front of my face. So, I haven't played that part yet, but I'd imagine that part didn't really need the next gen but it's understandable that they're trying to move people over because the rebirth I th- rebirth was the par- uh, name of the second one right yeah 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 that's definitely gonna need next gen yeah, yeah. there's no way that would run on last gen oh it could run in like the loosest, the loosest definition of the word I run. I would say run. At most walk, maybe crawl. Like, the thing is, having played the game again, having played the game on PS5, mm-hmm. bro, mm-hmm. it's a big difference compared to PS4. You, like, texture-wise, that. there's quite yeah. a few things I've noticed where I'm just like, man. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, that's probably going to be quite a few things that are due to the limitations of the hardware like for example stuff like uh where you only can move slowly or have dialogue scenes and all which is just essentially loading screens but disguised yeah that's stuff like that so yeah that's you know good on you cd project it'll be interesting and uh yep keanu reeves is gonna be back there 
That glorious bastard. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me pull up my list. Mm. 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 You know what? Uh, because I uh -huh. enjoy stories about large sums of money. Scrooge, <laughs> Scrooge McDuck style stories involving giant piles of money. Mm -hmm. uh, Tencent is in the news again as they double down mm -hmm. on Ubisoft investment and raises the stake in the company to $296 million. Yeah. Um, raising their stake, doubling their stake in the company from 4.5% to 9.9% to in the company. Oof. Mm -hmm. Oof. They. they mm. Mm, they are they are slowly inching that piece of pie in Ubisoft yep. very very slowly. But I think it's also important to like remember that Tencent has been in a weird spot in their own country uh -huh. ever since China started moving towards restricting yeah. people's gaming and Tencent kind of has a desire and a need to get out of their of like expanding outside of their home country because i mean yeah they've doing they've been doing that for quite some time but i would i but i would say up until that that piece of legislation in china came through while they mm -hmm. were doing it they're doing it to diversify now they're doing it because like if our own country is going to essentially yeah. put potentially kneecap the shit out of us because video yeah, obviously now that's it's become more important yeah essentially because mm -hmm. you know not video games inherently live and die by engagement time yeah. right like how long do how long especially like long-term successful ones are gauged by how long do you keep your players engaged in a given sitting mm -hmm. and it's like yeah if, especially if, games like uh, league of legends path of exile yeah. All and, kinds of mobile games and that when, they have under their belt, and when mm. you're and when the and when your home country is limiting a sizable amount of the player base who might potentially be playing these games to three hours a week, mm -hmm. and uh, one hour on Fridays and weekends, essentially yeah. put meaning five hours or so. You mm -hmm. know, yeah, you you kind of. You're not really uh, going to see a lot of engagement there. so. Although, obviously, that just counts for people under 18. Yeah. So, But, but yeah, that's obviously also a sizable that's a, amount that's a lot of, of you, people. A lot of people. That's a lot of people. Sure. Like, yeah, sure. The average, the, the average gamer in America, I think, was listed at like 30-something. I think it's like 31, yeah, I think 32. It's overall, well, I think it's worldwide even. Yeah, like something like 33, 35 like 30, by now. But mm -hmm. like, let's not sleep yeah. on the fact that gaming. Obviously, there's a lot there in the young. Oh no, I wasn't gonna even demographic. I wasn't even mm -hmm. gonna say that CD. I was gonna say something a little bit more spicy of a take than that CD. Oh really? Oh, see, I don't know. Are, are you okay with spicy food, CD? Are you are you okay for this spicy take? Uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a say it. Gaming's for kids. Uh huh. I said it. 
gaming for kids uh -huh. this is a kid's hobby you could you all could hate me for it if you want i expect i would be surprised to see i would you could say the average is 30 all you like i still stand by uh -huh. it. the same way nintendo uh -huh. the same way nintendo used to call video game consoles toys i still stand by it mm -hmm. i said it was spicy didn't say you were gonna like it though you might want to get some milk Interesting, with that. considering you mentioned uh, Grand Theft Auto and Call of Duty before. You know, <laughs> older kids, man. Older kids. Uh -huh. Old, older kids. Would... I mean, you're just a big kid yourself. <laughs> Depends on who you ask. Depends mm -hmm. on who you ask. That's my, uh, that's my spicy mm -hmm. take uh, for the week. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry if I sorry if some of you had to pull out a glass of milk to, <laughs> to stomach that. That was tough even for me. I don't usually have spicy takes, but you know here we are. Uh -huh. So on a uh, on a note that I wasn't expecting, uh -huh. uh, as far as video games, I just never thought I'd ever think of uh, uh -huh. Gargoyles Remastered. Ah uh, yes, was announced mm -hmm. for consoles. NPCs. God, that cartoon was yes. that cartoon was amazing. That car yeah. that cartoon Sorry. that cartoon. I would say when it comes to atmosphere and what they were going with, what they were going for, mm -hmm. either matches or surpasses Batman the animated series. Hot take. It's a hot take as far as just. No, I, w I wouldn't really call that a hot take as I much think... as that's. Seems pretty accurate I overall. At, at least, uh, at least as far as the first two seasons were concerned. The third one, I'm not sure. Yeah, I wouldn't be so sure about that. A lot that of one, a eh, lot of the a lot of those problem. shows though had that thing where like the first like two seasons would be like mm -hmm. super intense, but then mm -hmm. like due to like parental backlash or some other extenuating factors, they start making them a little more. You know, yeah, maybe palatable. maybe because of that, or maybe because of creative uh, differences, because the team changes or whatever. Could be either. Could be either or. Makes me makes me really happy that one of my favorite '90s to early 2000s shows never really had mm -hmm. that problem. Looking at you, Batman Beyond, you stayed consistent your entire time. Yeah. Consistent, mm -hmm. consistent the yes. whole way through didn't mm -hmm. didn't dare veer off from your from your trajectory yeah. and the show's better for it gonna, mm -hmm. gonna go on yeah on. i mean it only had three seasons after all and they were so, three yeah, it's, really good seasons yeah uh, so absolutely absolutely and a masterful movie at the end as well yeah that too all right um yeah what's this Oh, this is gonna be a remaster for the Genesis game from '95, which I don't really have any memories of that one, but probably one of the, the probably a decent one, I suppose. I'd imagine. Uh, let's hope so. If they're going for the, if they're uh, making the effort of remastering it, I wonder how it how this one's gonna be remastered if it's. Uh, they say features updated visuals and controls. Nothing else was said. So, hmm. I wonder if they're gonna be doing this like the, uh, like the ports for Lion King and uh, stuff like that, and improve them a bit, or if they're gonna go the Ducktales remastered route, because that would be nice. 
That would be really nice. I'd like to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On a piece of news I didn't see coming, Skydance New mm-hmm. Media Marvel Ensemble Adventure Game teaser. Uh, it revealed an adve- a, nar- a narrative adventure game based on a uh, uh, based in World War Two. Featuring a interesting cast of Steve Rogers, mm-hmm. also known as Captain America, Azuri, T'Challa's grandfather, and the World War II era Black Panther, Gabriel Jones, a U.S. soldier and a member of the Howling Commandos, and Nanali, leader of the fledging, fledgling Wakanda spy network. Mm-hmm. See, you see, when they mentioned like when it was taking place, I was like, all right. Oh, I, cause I, my first thought was like, oh, that's going to mm-hmm. be like T'Challa's father in this. Mm-hmm. Right. But then I like, I thought about like age wise and I'm like, yeah, that put him really fucking young though. Cause world war two. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It'd have to be his grand, his grandfather would be pretty, would be about the right age for that to start making sense. So yeah, I'm kind of, mm-hmm. I'm kind of vibing. I'm vi- I'm vibing the idea. I'm vibing the idea. Yes. Bare minimum. Yeah. Yeah. Now we know what Amy Henning headache has been up to. <laughs> I'm vibing. That's gonna be interesting. I'm vibing the idea of these of these characters, and I I, I kind of like the I kind of want to know how they're gonna play like the Wakanda side of things in like World War II, so mm-hmm. to speak, right? Yeah, because they mentioned something about two worlds in the uh, tag line so to speak it was four heroes two worlds something like that yeah and which would would be the guess that part of the story is just going to be playing set in wakanda and the other one is going to be outside in all the territories where the world war is taking place probably all around europe at least maybe even america yeah that's one of the things I really... It's be interesting what it's actually going to be like. I mean, an adventure game can be all kinds of things. Yeah, that's a pretty broad broad yeah. label to put on your on your video game as an adventure game. Mm-hmm. I mean, it uh, talks about intuitive controls and exhilarating second-to-second gameplay, which could make it a, a hack-and-slash even. A twin-stick shooter? Like a twin stick, <laughs> a twin stick shooter. That one I doubt because I mean, Captain America would would work for that if he would be just throwing his shield in all directions. Or he but has the a, others. Or he has a gun. Hmm. Captain America had no gripe. <clears throat> World War Two. Yeah, sure. He has he has no gripes using it, but I, but one of the uh, main things with Cap is close combat. World War Two, Captain and, America, and the shield. So, Gun. yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> give, give, hashtag, give Steve a Glock. That's that is that is my petition. It's probably gonna be one of the. It might be an option, but I think the ranged combat is probably gonna be more focused on Gabriel Jones there. Yeah, probably. You're you're probably right. So yeah, that that's a. It's an interesting. But yeah, it could be interesting. The teaser didn't reveal any anything related to the details of the game in the in the gameplay arena and stuff. So it's gonna be interesting to see what that actually is. Ooh, CD! I just looked at the time, my man. Mm-hmm. We're cutting it close. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Mm. Woo! Get to get this last story. We can call. We can call it a day. 
Ooh, cutting Jeez. it close today. Uh, awesome Games Done Quick 2023 cancels in-person events. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now they announced they will be moving online next year. The decision was apparently made owing to concerns around Florida's COVID-19 policies as well as the state's attitude towards the LGBTQ plus community. Uh, in the announcement, the official GDQ website, uh, the organization says that the primary drive motivation behind this move online was the desire to, uh, to provide a safe and welcoming environment to its community. It says that uh, Florida's continual disregard, Florida's uh, COVID-19 policies represent a continued disregard towards the dangers of the disease, specifically naming Florida's refusal to make vaccine mandatory at large scale events. Mm. Yeah. Which these... I'd say, yeah, obviously this is politically driven, the whole thing, the yeah, announcement, because yeah. nothing would stop them from having a, a mandatory uh, prerequisites for their event, because they're a private event. They yeah. can do whatever. Yeah, they could do. So they can, they can certainly make sure that the people they uh, let in are safe enough. Yeah. And welcoming enough since they have the say on who is allowed to come and Yeah, like like I'm not and under what circumstances. Yeah, like they don't they're they, they could do what they want. Obviously mm-hmm. this I mean a lot yeah, of this is obviously. purely politically driven that they want to do it. But you know what? Mm-hmm. If if you're if you're driven like that and you think that that's that's what you want to do for your event, you know more power to you. If you can make that, yeah. if you can stand Fair by. Play. If you can stand by your own beliefs there and say, well, we're just not going to hold the event. I mean, they're not canceling it. It's just going to be an online event. Yep. So, yeah. I mean, that's a that's a choice, and you know what? More mm-hmm. power, more power to you. You know, I got nothing that's wrong fine. with you deciding to take a stand on what you believe in. And honestly, of all the things that they could choose to take a stand on, either one of their reasons isn't what I would say to be, like, misplaced. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I don't think either one of them is necessarily misplaced. And that that's how, and that, and if that's how they choose to look at the situation, that's how they're going to look at the situation. So, yeah. Who am I, who am I to question? Uh, who am I to question it? And we're still going to be getting our event regardless. So we're probably going to still see some ridiculous shit happen. I swear to God, these events always uh, have very some, likely, some yes. ridiculous gaming shit happen. I just didn't even know was very a thing. likely. Dude, you have any idea how many games I grew up with? These motherfuckers have ruined. How <laughs> many games I grew up with that these do that these people have just outright probably destroyed? most of them. Didn't even know you could do some of the shit they came up with. They're just like, oh yeah, this is the <laughs> easiest part of the game. Easiest for who? <laughs> you? This is the quickest part. Wait, I have taken hours for this part. Ah, ten seconds later, done. Yeah, <laughs> done. Stuff uh, like that. Yeah. Ty- Mike Tyson and Tyson's punch out is actually very predictable. Since when? <laughs> what are you talking about? Predictable. Predictable. Wait, why is he putting on a headband there? Why is he putting that over yeah. his eyes? Um, excuse me. Wanna remind wanna remind people. <laughs> and multi, at one point, at least one point, or at least one of these, he was he got thrown off by a mistake he made and he had to just play it by ear. He was just like, Yeah, he's just gonna have <laughs> I'm just gonna have to wing it. 
while still not seeing the game at all. Yeah, so. Well, <laughs> as you do, and I sir. I think he still went through it without any issues there. Yeah, he did. From what still, I remember. Not happy about it, but you know you... what? I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not one to down somebody else's success mm. in this industry. You, you're successful. Mm. Be successful, my dude. Get, get yours. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, man. Uh, is there anything else I wanted to mention? I don't remember. Nothing. Not a lot came on my radar this week, but that's also mm -hmm. because all the news happens yeah. when I'm at work. And I don't oftentimes <laughs> always hear about the juicy, the juicy stuff when I'm not. Yeah, for me, it was pretty much the same this week. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get to hear about the juicy stuff till I get home from work, sit down at my mm -hmm. desk, to open Discord, and notice yeah. that one of the handful of Discords I am currently a member of is currently on fucking fire. That's <laughs> fun. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, if I get home huh. and one of my discords in a span of like two, a span of a couple hours has over 500 messages unread in it in a span hmm. of a couple hours, that usually means something's on fire. Huh, okay. And if I come home and it's like a thousand and a half, yeah, something's burnt down. <laughs> oh boy. Yikes. So, yeah, that that's... Actually, how much time do I? You know what? Fuck, fuck it. I'm gonna mention it. So, right. one of my favorite pet. I mentioned that I'm kind of eclectic in my interests, and one of them is still speedrunning, kind of. <laughs> and uh, Billy Mitchell. Um, I hate this story so much. I do. I fucking. <laughs> I I fucking hate this. No, I hate this story <laughs> because people don't understand that this story mm -hmm. has been an ongoing thing since like. 2018 so yeah, all right it's been going for years Fuck it. i'm about to extend this show just to <laughs> just to explain let's this. go just to explain I'm this very fitting that i have this shirt on yeah just to <laughs> just to explain this to people okay mm -hmm. so uh billy mitchell is a fraud I, i'm sorry i'm just gonna say it. he's a fraud um and one of the things he's been accused of is uh, is faking his uh, his scores. Now, one of the important things about speedrunning is the platform in which you play it on, right? Um, in the case of a lot of the games that it's Billy Mitchell... It's not speedrunning, is it? It's just high scoring, Yeah, high scoring. The, one of the important things is what platform you play it on because that can impact the game speed, how certain things load. It can impact a variety of things that could potentially lead to you getting yep. a good score. Now, in the case of Donkey Kong, which is the game we're primarily talking about here, Billy had Billy had a score, an amazing score, so to speak. And um, well, the problem with Billy's score initially was the fact that one, the there was no submission tape. One of the mm. important things. So there are two ways to submit something. Either a you submit video evidence of the game being completed right or huh? b you have somebody uh a, yeah, twin, a, gal a twin, twin galaxies mm -hmm. member mm -hmm. reputable an official witness a official witness uh billy apparently had billy's witness was 
somebody else who was also not oh. very credible at the time for oh. also potentially rigging scores and not being credible. Ah. Yeah, that was also a bit of a problem. But the core thing I want to uh. get here is the Donkey Kong thing. So people noticed upon seeing his Donkey Kong, his alleged Donkey Kong video that he uh-huh. su- that he later did submit because you know he could just do it again somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, they noticed uh, something seemed off, mm-hmm. but they couldn't quite put their finger on it. But then they also started to notice someone someone slowed it down and said, "Wait a minute, the arcade cabinet doesn't load that way." Uh, ah. So when Donkey Kong when a Donkey Kong um, game starts. It starts loading in the graders, right? Mm-hmm. The thing is, if you're playing, if you're playing it on an actual arcade machine, it loads the graders bit like piece by piece, so they won't load all together. They start loading mm-hmm. in pieces. It's not essentially line by line. But yeah, it's, it's uh, piece parts, by, yeah. parts here, parts there. Yeah, it's whereas not linear, essentially, whereas mm-hmm. on Mame, the okay. emulator, the emulator, it loads in. Like you said, line by like boom, 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 done. And this went on for a very long time. Billy said he didn't. They said he did. Billy at one point hired or put someone else. He got somebody from Twin Galaxies that Twin Galaxies trusted to basically the thing was is that all Billy had to do was replicate the way his video loaded the screen on arcade mm-hmm. hardware. That's all he had to do. If he could do that, then he could prove once and for all, fine, the video is real. Mm-hmm. Probably barring someone finding something else. But as far as this is concerned. Yeah. But that would have been would have been the main obstacle here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they brought someone in. And uh, I remember this video because the guy spent months trying to mm-hmm. replicate this. Uh, no, it, it doesn't. It doesn't happen. It huh. uh, spoiler. It doesn't. It doesn't Whoops. happen. It does. It doesn't. It doesn't happen. And uh, now, in the year of our Lord 2022, uh, they they have they have uh, for the most. Look, I figured. I figured after that guy did his analysis and showed that he couldn't mm-hmm. replicate it, that we were done with this stupid-ass story. <laughs> but we're not. Because Billy... Uh. Billy's ridiculous, man. He is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. It is It is so dumb. It is so dumb how long he has managed to keep this story going that mm-hmm. his gameplay was faked and my and his gameplay wasn't on mame and the thing is on separate interviews on some interviews he claims he practices on mame on some interviews he claims he's never heard of mame mm-hmm. honestly at this point for him it's probably just any pr is good pr yeah just to keep him in the news and at in the, the know at this mm. point at this point, yeah. I think he does it just to troll. I, I genuinely... That might that might be part of it. Hmm. Like, I'm just more mad that, like, people still take... But because, this, mm, this guy... Because st- honestly, the other option that he's still serious about this and tries to convince people about he's about this, that's almost too sad to, uh, to think of. 
Right? <laughs> yeah. Like that would just uh, that would make him a sad and pathetic human being. Like he's still doing this shit, and uh. like he is still standing by the fact that he didn't use Mame, even though like, uh. like it has gone through forms, it's gone through technical experts, it's gone through people who own the actual who uh. own an actual physical fucking cabinet, and the board who have slowed the video down. Frame by frame to prove it's made. Oh my god, I hate this story. I hate this man so much. <laughs> oh my god, I hate this man so much. Fuck you, Billy Mitchell. Fuck you. Was he? What was he the one that had the hot sauce? Did he have hot? He had a documentary. Was it? The King of Kong. Did you ever? Did you ever yeah. hear about that documentary? It's a, it's a fantastic. I heard something about it. I haven't seen it or or had a look at it. Yeah, Billy Mitchell hot sauce. Yep, that's the one. Cool. Because I remember that from the uh, one of the AVGN episodes. Cool. I think it was the one where he played the NES Transformers game. That's from from Japan. Cool. Where he used that. I yeah. Billy Mitchell. It's, it's essentially yeah. Uh, You'd probably like to force feed him a few of those bottles at this point. <laughs> Mr. Mitchell, please do us all a favor. Just just admit it. Fucking just say it. Like, spare spare me having to see these dumbass articles about you. Because at this point, my dude, it's not it doesn't make people angry. It's just sad. We just want you gone. Just stop. Please just mm. stop. Anyways, everybody, hope you've enjoyed this week's episode of the turn-based cynics. <laughs> I was fine with this episode till I remembered the Billy Mitchell story. <laughs> but as My job here is done. Uh, but as always, everybody, you can find us on a variety of streaming platforms such as Google, Apple, and even Spotify. And as always, our podcast is also available in a video format that you can find on YouTube at Turnbased Cynics. We're available to be viewed every Sunday, lest I must devour a shoe. <laughs> I don't want to devour the shoe. But should I have to devour the shoe, you'll know about it. I won't be happy about it, though. Mm. As always, everybody. Have a fantastic week. Play video games. Get through this work week. We will not be capturing. We will not be uh, recording a new episode next week as I will be out of town. But there will be an yep. episode up one way or another. I will have something. Um, these these episodes are usually like a week-ish behind. Week-ish dated. But you know, you, you know how it works. It's fine. Until then, everybody, stay tuned. We will see you all next time. See ya.